Hi everybody and welcome to episode 3 of Becoming a Butterfly. Today we're going to talk about orthorexia, which is something I definitely experienced. Um, It's not a registered eating disorder, actually. The term was found in 1998, so almost the same age as me. But surprisingly, it hasn't been put in the DSM because they can't find any kind of set symptoms and um, signs that show people have orthorexia because it's kind of a link between OCD and anorexia. So it's the obsession with being healthy. So a person who is orthorexic has a focus on eating healthy and kind of healthy only. So they want to feel as pure and clean as they can. And to me now, thinking about this, I just think, wow, like, how can you be clean eating? What are we, hand sanitizing our food now or something? But I don't really want to kind of, you know, take the mick out of the terms because I have experienced it myself. But I do believe that everything is all about balance. And I said it before, I think on my first podcast, that people are sick of hearing it. You know, people are tired of being told it's all about moderation. It's all about balance. But it really is. I truly do believe that there are no good and bad foods because what defines a good food and what defines a bad food? You know, you can determine good and bad behavior by kind of morals and social um, norms and things, but you cannot determine good and bad foods because if you ate 100 apples a day and one chocolate bar, you're going to gain more calories from the 100 apples than you are from the one chocolate bar but people would still look at that chocolate bar and say the chocolate bar is bad but the apple's good that example wasn't you know wasn't very well thought out but you kind of get the idea don't you that just because food has I don't know certain let's say calories and nutritional content doesn't mean it's superior or better to another food um one thing um I often catch myself doing still now is saying like, oh, I didn't eat very well today, or I ate quite badly yesterday. Um, And I sometimes think, oh, I'm going to treat myself to some chocolate, or I'm going to have a little kind of treat takeaway meal or something. And I just think those kind of terms, you know, eating well, badly, treats and cheat meals and things like that, they're just all so negative. You're just piling more on this kind of orthorexic mindset and that is not to say that everyone who uses these terms is orthorexic I am not saying that at all and I know this podcast will ruffle a few feathers in what people kind of think and say about their own diet but I'm just trying to say that the terminology we use has a big impact on these kind of mindsets and the way we picture food and that is essentially kind of where orthorexia stems from people who um have kind of orthorexic traits will also tend to follow accounts that promote these kind of like good meals bad meals eating well healthy days not so healthy days cheat meals treats clean eating I think is probably the worst term I've ever come across um in the whole kind of food industry clean eating it just doesn't ring well with me now but I know when I was struggling it definitely did so When I first started dieting, obviously I was taking out snacks and they could literally have been, you know, carrots or a chocolate bar. I wasn't kind of determining what I should and shouldn't be eating. I was just taking out my snacking. And the same with when I cut my meals down, I wasn't taking out certain food groups. 
Um, I was just cutting it down as a whole. It was only when I started really recovering that I was choosing kind of what to take out and where to take things out and what to eat. And my friend um, sent me an article one day and she said, do you think you kind of suffer a bit with this orthorexia? And I remember actually now, I mean, looking back, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I did. But I remember when she sent it me and I thought, no way, like more labels, you know, I'm fine. I'm eating a lot more. I'm recovering this and that. And I sent it to my mum and I said, oh, so-and-so thinks this about me. And my mum was like, well, yeah, so do I. And I could never see it. But that's because that's another kind of side effect of following this mindset is that you're just so obsessed with what you're eating and you're so focused on it all being clean and healthy and good and bad. You don't really think about what you're missing out on, if that makes sense. And um, another thing I actually found, I googled this before I did this podcast, just to find you know some information, see if what else has been added to it since I looked at it a few years ago. And people who suffer with the kind of orthorexic mindset tend to have an unhealthy obsession in other people's diets as well. And I know I definitely have dealt with that because I think that definitely does stem from anorexia. You're obsessed with what other people are eating and know you like to compare and think, oh, they're eating this, they're worse than me because I'm not eating that, I'm good. Um, And essentially what other people are eating is none of your business and what you're eating is really nobody else's. And that's where I think kind of Instagram comes into it here, following these accounts that say healthy eating and clean eating and good and bad and whatever. Everyone posts what they're eating and that adds the kind of competition and comparison effect into things. And I know I'm guilty of it. I posted a smoothie like two hours ago of what I had for lunch. Um, But if you can take yourself away from that and know that you're going to post that and your followers are just going to read it and be like oh I actually had a nice smoothie for lunch cool and you're not going to be like oh I'm promoting that so that people can see I'm eating really healthy or I'm eating really unhealthy so going back to kind of my experience with this um it made me think of it this morning when I sent a voice note to my friend and I was saying that I'm now at least 20 kilograms heavier than my lowest weight and it's been 10 years which yeah, 10 years is a long time, but 20 kilograms is a lot of weight. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, I'm healthy, I'm happy now, I'm thriving, I love it. But those 20 kilograms did not come over 10 years. And people find this quite surprising. It wasn't until 2016, so about half a year into my first year of university, when I first started seeing any difference in my weight. And I wasn't weighing myself. It was just kind of looking in the mirror and seeing that I was not growing at all because you'll look back at pictures of me now in 2016 and be like sorry you were tiny and I was because it was mainly muscle and this is where my kind of orthorexia was quite prominent because I'm deaf I was eating about 3,000 calories a day and you're probably thinking wow sorry that is a lot for a girl your size back then um but I was walking around campus all the time I was playing lacrosse I was going to the gym every day so I was doing a lot and I was also trying to gain so I had to eat all of that but I still didn't gain any body fat and that is not only because the weight you gain when you're severely underweight doesn't obviously come (laughs) as body fat which people might find surprising it needs to go to your organs and your basic kind of 
bodily processes. But going back to orthorexia, I was eating 3000 calories, but I was focusing that on being pure and healthy and clean. And when I was having um, what, not what I'd call unhealthy now, but people would call unhealthy. Um, so like ice cream and custard, I love custard and cakes and things. I was always saving it till the end of the day or a weekend and saying, you know, this is my treat or this is my cheat meal. And I never, ever thought back then that I had this kind of orthorexic mindset. But I look back now and I think, blimey, I really did. And it wasn't until 2018 when I started actually noting the scale weight going up. So between 2012, when I first went into the Priory in 2016, my weight never improved by about, it probably went up to 40 kilograms maximum and always fluctuated between 40 or less. And then when I went to university in 2015, um, from then, you know, 2016, 2017, it fluctuated between 40 and 45. This is still severely low and it was always so low, even though I was eating so much because it was all about this clean eating and I was just so malnourished. I wasn't getting nutrients. My stomach was really struggling. I had a lot of um, issues with IBS and intolerances and I'm going to put that on another podcast itself. Um, but I had all these issues and I never ever thought, is it what I'm eating? Because I was eating so much food, the quantity um, I never considered, you know, or my is my IBS and my stomach issues due to kind of what I'm eating instead of how much I'm eating. And that's another thing about orthorexia is that they don't focus really on the quantity. They focus on the quality. So I was doing this my whole all these years, but I wasn't thinking that it was an issue because, you know, I thought I've got past that anorexic mindset, focusing so much on the quantity. And now I'm focusing on putting so much into my diet but I'm doing it in a very rigid way and someone once asked me actually in university you know what do I think about the frozen and fresh food debate and I hadn't really thought about it before well consciously but subconsciously I never did really eat frozen veg I ate frozen fruit because I absolutely loved it in smoothies and I still do but I never really considered you know frozen meals and frozen um vegetables before so I remember them asking me and at the time I don't really think I had much to say but looking back I never actually did buy anything frozen apart from frozen fruit and ice cream um, which surprises me now because I think frozen veg and frozen fruit and frozen meals even like heck I don't care if it's frozen or fresh they're both as good as each other um, and some foods might be better than others you know at different temperatures or whatever but it's really an unnecessary debate to have it's still food and it's still the same whether it's frozen or not it's like saying is it better to have it out of the cupboard or is it better to have it out of a drawer I mean obviously not because they're similar temperatures maybe that's a silly thing to say but you get what I'm saying the orthorexic kind of mindset and this obsession with healthy eating and good and bad foods is bringing in discussions like that that really just don't need to be had. You just make your meal, whether it's fresh, frozen, cupboard, drawer, shelf, pan, oven, microwave, whatever it is, put it on a plate, eat it. If you want to calculate calories, cool, put it in. Don't spend hours, you know, trying to find out exactly the right ingredients, whether it's sautéed or fried or cupboard brought or shop bought or fridge bore I'm kind of rambling on here but my point is that food is food and this orthorexia 
and this obsession with healthy eating and proper eating is what I heard someone talk about it once they were saying how um they weren't saying that they were orthorexic but they were saying you know how much they enjoyed healthy eating and feeling kind of clean and stuff and they were saying you know I'm eating proper foods and I'm thinking what on earth is a proper food is an avocado a proper food as opposed to a chocolate bar or is ice cream a proper food as opposed to custard I I don't quite understand what proper food is and this is where orthorexia can stem from and people you know coining these terms and being like yeah like that guy's mentality I'm gonna eat proper food too and then they start bringing in restrictions you know they start to eliminate sugar and then fat and then carbs um and then salt even and all those different things you know macronutrients and micronutrients again I'm not going to go into them but you guys and so you think I'm going all sciencey but every single human no matter who you are no matter your height your pardon me your weight your size your shape you need these nutrients these minerals these macronutrients and these micronutrients you need sugar you need fat you need carbs you need protein you need salt you need calcium you need vitamins and you need minerals I don't care what your excuses are for not eating them if you don't eat them you really do need them and I really am going on a little ramble here and my hands are kind of flying ever I'm getting really into this but it's just something I feel very strongly about is from someone who has been through that orthorexic mindset and it's stuck I was stuck there for say four years not kind of improving anything with my diet and I was getting frustrated you know I was eating 3,000 calories and yes I was doing a lot so that's kind of why things weren't increasing but I'm not really talking about just about the weight gain I'm talking about all these malfunctions and not malfunctions like a machine but um you know I wasn't functioning healthily I wasn't at my healthiest even though I felt like I was eating my healthiest because I was eliminating all these food groups and I really couldn't see it I could not see what I was doing and another thing is organic you know everyone's like oh I eat free range chicken eggs and I eat organic chicken or organic turkey you know what sod it don't bother do not bother paying the extra two pounds or however much it costs because those free range chicken eggs you're not being nice to the chicken. The chicken is still living in horrible circumstances and your food, your eggs are no cleaner than a normal pack of eggs and your meat, organic, it's not any cleaner or healthier or better for you. Meat is meat, eggs are eggs, you know, just eat it. If you want to eat it, eat it. If you don't want to eat it, don't eat it. And another thing that I really struggle to kind of get my head around and it's not necessarily, it's not even at all really, um, a kind of thing seen with the orthorexic mindset but it's similar to that sense of you know you're feeling clean and pure is these kind of gut cleansing products so like skinny detox and botox and these sachets you can now take in your morning afternoon and evening because they cleanse your gut out and people doing detoxes because they refresh and reset your gut and your liver no just absolutely no is what I'm going to say to that I've had a colon cleanse because I was in hospital because I was so ill with an operation nothing to do with food or my diet at all at this time I was eating a very balanced diet but my point is I have had a colon cleanse and it is not pretty and it is not comfortable and I've taken laxatives before an operation and they are not pretty and they are not comfortable they are medically kind of prescribed things that you have to take when you're at like breaking point for example um 
I'm not going to go into the detail of what I went through because it's just not necessary. It's gross, whatever. But my point is that you do not need to reset your gut. You don't need to cleanse your organs. You don't need to cleanse your digestion. Your body does that for you. And the food you give it, like if you give it a lemon or you give it a lime or you give it an apple or a banana, like that food is not going to have a different effect on kind of how your body cleanses and stuff. It's just taking the minerals and nutrients and it's absorbing it and it's giving it back to your body. Leave the cleansing and the resetting and the refreshing to your organs to do that themselves. Do not put things in your body with the sole aim of feeling cleaner and more pure. And the same goes for your diet. Just eat what you want to eat in moderation in moderation is my biggest thing that I have to say I don't want you guys to come away from this podcast and think Sarah says I can eat 10 hundred biscuits every single day because she said eat what you eat no please don't do that but equally don't go and eat 10 hundred apples um just don't be silly okay because I have been silly in every year of my life um since I started struggling with eating disorders and the kind of orthorexia turned my, like, amplified my binge eating because I was kind of saying, oh, you know, I'm treating myself to some peanut butter or I'm treating myself to some ice cream or some custard. And then I'd think, oh, I don't want to have to treat myself, so I'm just going to eat it. So then I'd just start eating it freely and think, you know, I'm eating it in moderation. But then because I'd gone for years of taking it out of my diet not just from an anorexic mindset but also from the orthorexic mindset of treat of using it as treats um that was still so restricted that whenever I let myself eat it and didn't call it a treat and things I ate as much as possibly could because I thought it was going to disappear and never come back to me so what people don't realize when they're following this mindset of you know proper eating and healthy eating and clean eating is how restrictive it actually is and how much it can backfire because when you start taking out those words from your diet and you start looking at food as treats and cheating and stuff you can go the opposite way really quickly so you've kind of got to be careful of finding that middle balance and what works for you and people are going to listen to this and think yeah but I eat a diet of you know whole foods for example which is that's not a bad term you know whole foods as opposed to kind of covered foods um And they might listen to this and think, yeah, I ate that and it makes me feel good. So I'm not going to go and eat biscuits, crisps, um, 10 hundred apples, whatever it is. But I'm not really saying that. I'm saying find a diet that suits you, but make sure you're getting all the minerals and nutrients and things that you need. Because no matter how healthy you think you are, if you're not getting all those nutrients and minerals, you're not really healthy. For years, my um, blood test results were coming back with things too low or too high and they were never in a healthy range. Um, And this was years after I'd stopped taking certain medication after the Priory and I'd started gaining weight and things. And that, again, was all because I wasn't taking in the right minerals and nutrients because of the diet I was following. And I was annoyed at myself because, again, like I say, I was eating so much but I wasn't eating enough of everything. And now, um, yes, I am vegan. So some people will be like, oh, well, that's a form of starvation. Surely that's an orthorexic mindset. No, not necessarily. And my um, nutrients and minerals and vitamin levels and everything have never been so healthy. They've never been so good. And the doctors are quite surprised, I think, because vegan veganism 
can't even say it, is quite new. I'm going to do a whole podcast on that itself anyway. Um, but yeah, my point is, you know, find what makes you feel good, but make sure you're including everything that your body needs. And I'm quite surprised I've just hit 20 minutes already because I don't feel like I've talked about much, but I've definitely gone on a bit of a ramble. So I hope somewhere in that kind of jargon, you can find something useful to take from it and something that maybe you relate to or your friend relates to. So thank you very much for listening and I hope you enjoyed it.